There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Tully, hello. Hi. Um, another episode. We are back again this week. And how are we? Um, I am good. That's good. Yes. Yes. Great. Great. No, I'm just taking a little bit easy at the moment. Yeah, just a little bit tired. I feel like it's a change of seasons as well. That doesn't really help. I feel like yesterday it was sunny, sunshine, gets excited for summer, and then today it's raining, miserable. So it does affect the mood. Definitely. I'm energy. just trying to fill up my cup a little bit. Yep. Um, how are you doing that? You're, you've told me to take the week off. Yes, I did. Um, have I taken the week off? It's hard. When you run a business, I mean, you've definitely slowed down. Oh, definitely. I feel like when you run a business, it's really hard. And it's so funny because we do, I don't know if we spoke about it in this interview, but maybe it was after mm. um, we were talking to Kaz, who was our guest today, just about running a business and stuff. But I feel like when you run a business, you still kind of, as much as you switch off and you're not working, you still kind of have to be all over everything, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And there's things that I like I have to do that I know that like, you can't do yeah so I just have to do it um but also some of those things are not really urgent that's so it we were like I was like you know what no one's dying there's no urgency there's just a few things like there's things that we just needed to discuss or um we did have a meeting with our accountant the other day mm-hmm. that I did say we could reschedule until you're feeling a bit more energized and you were like no no I'll go so you know there's always little things that you can do but it's not to the point where you get exhausted yep that makes sense yep um so I don't know maybe that's a wake-up call for you maybe I don't know (laughs) no but to be honest okay I have had a few epiphanies this week Mm -hmm. I um I actually just have don't really care not that I don't care anymore but I don't care about really people's opinions I was telling you like Mm -hmm. about an email the other day I was like actually like just wrote back cool no worries bye like Mm -hmm. what do you do yeah yeah I think it's yeah I think traditionally I used to let a lot of things eat at me Mm -hmm. sorry we have a visitor your dog's a a little bit annoying Sienna um yeah you've had to just turn down the dial a little bit which is fine Mm -hmm. and you know what like having you know, I was thinking about the other day when I was like, oh, Sarah, maybe we should have some time off. It's like the last two years, and we're, I know people speak about this all the time, and the last two years have been a lot. And we've had like a small break in January this year because mm. we always have a break in January for like two weeks. We act like we actually haven't. The last time you went on a holiday is when you went to Bali. In 2019, 19. I went in October for like six days. I reckon my last holiday was 2000 and when I lived in Italy. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> and like everyone's like, you'd be good at LA, you go to America. But like, that's it's not, not a, a holiday. holiday. So I feel like, you know, maybe it is your body being like, hey, Sarah, like slow down. Mm, definitely. Um, maybe you do need a break. Maybe you do need a holiday. Um, and yeah, I mean, we weren't really lucky enough to do Europe this year and have like a break. So um, yeah, maybe it's something that we need to reassess and make sure Just that an- we hold ourselves accountable and every year we both have two weeks off at different times Yeah. Um, to make sure that like burnout, um, I mean, we don't know if yours is burnout. It could be a virus, could be anything, mm-hmm. but just to make sure that that doesn't happen again. So Definitely. When we're doing our yearly plan at the start of next year. Mate, I'm, I'm taking more than two weeks off. I can no, tell you I that. No, I know, but I'm just saying we need to make sure that at least you have, like yeah. both of us have two weeks off. And if you have a month off, you choose how you want to allocate that. If you want four weeks off in a big chunk, you have mm. four weeks off. If I want two weeks in April and then two weeks in whenever, we do it that way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 
exactly how we book in to have our workouts every morning. It's like, okay, at the start of the year, we have to book in. This is when we're having a holiday. Because you think about it, if we're working for anyone else, you would have to book in a holiday. Well, that's the thing. I, um, this week I've done no workouts. Mm -hmm, I've had no caffeine. Oh, Oh, kill me. (laughs) I messaged Tully the other day and I was like, my God, my head is absolutely pounding yeah, me. But wi- I've, I'm over the hump now, I feel like. Yeah, the withdrawals from coffee is so bad. My two different baristas, each time I've ordered a chai, they're like, are you all right? Uh, and Rob, the barista, goes, Italians only drink tea when something's wrong. Are you all right? Uh, is that true? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so just, yeah, taking it a little bit easy. But today we... You got up and I got this up. This will be the only thing you're doing today, by the way. Yes. So we recorded a podcast this morning um, with the beautiful Kaz Roland, and she is from Kaz Inc. in Essendon. It was actually a, an amazing conversation. Yeah. So we were super excited. She has a clothing label. You know, we can relate a lot to having a clothing label at Ecom Business and empowering women. But there's so much more. No, but so much more. Yes, we were excited about the label. She's won ethical awards here in the UK. So she's flying. She's doing amazing things. And we do speak about that. But what I really enjoyed was getting to know Kaz and diving a lot deeper. And the wisdom that Mm -hmm. she came out with, I was just like. Yeah, that we took a few bangers out of that, especially the – was it the four things she focused? Three things. No, no, not that one. The other one, the four, the spiritual, the emotional. Oh, yep. It was four. Yep. I got a lot out of that because I was like, oh, I need to do that. Mm, the balance. Yeah, the balance and just checking in with yourself every day. If like kind of like the pie circle that you were talking yeah. about, like how much, you know, how do I feel in this element of my life? How do I feel? What can I do to improve? Um, we touched and- on what every human wants and what every human fears. Yeah, but the thing that Sarah's talking about, I don't think we should talk too much about it at the moment because you listen to the podcast and you'll hear it was fucking amazing Mm -hmm. and it was so true. Um, And just, yeah, I business everything, but I think we should just dive straight into it. This is a really good episode. There's a lot that you can take out of it. If you own a clothing label, you don't own a clothing label, you just want to listen to someone who's really – Sorry, my French, I swear all the time. I don't know why I But she doesn't fucking- only just have a label. She's also a therapist, an yes. NLP therapist. Yeah, which she talks about all the time. But um, what I was going to say before is she's a fucking phenomenal woman and I can't wait for you guys to listen. Enjoy, guys. Yeah, and if you want to shop her collection, you can shop it at Kaz Inc. online and on Instagram. Enjoy. Bye. Hi, Kaz. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, girls. How are you? Good. We're so excited to be in your store in Rose Street in Essendon. So thank you for having us. Thank you for coming. It was so good that you could come over and meet me. I know, <laughs> and see all the clothes. But how are you, Seth? I'm good. <laughs> thank you. No, I'm like, I'm good. But I'm so excited about this podcast because you know Tully and I love talking to women in business and your story is a little bit different to what we've heard before because you started this business at 50 years of age, didn't you? I know. I'll, I'm really only 34. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Samantha from Sex in the City says she's going to stay at 34 and if it's good enough for her, it's good enough for me. <laughs> I think I like that. Yeah. I haven't no. heard that before. I actually like that. Yeah, who does that? Who starts a business at 50? I, but how good? How amazing? Yeah. It, look, it was perfect timing for me. I must admit, looking back now, if – if, if I had have had my time over again, I wouldn't have done it because really? it was so much harder than what I ever expected. Yeah. I've run businesses from, you know, from my early 20s yeah. and had four children and I always said, you know, being a mum is the hardest career you can have. It's the hardest, it's the most judged but the most rewarding. Mm-hmm. But then I started my clothing company and with two years of lockdown, um, Five years later, I'm so glad that I did it because oh. I absolutely love the label and love what we're doing every day. But if I had have known how hard it was and how many hours of work, yeah. as you girls know, yeah. you, you just have no idea. Yeah, But it is, you said like the word rewarding. I feel like it is having a clothing label is hard work, but it's so rewarding when women come in, they put something on and their confidence just confidence just boosts. Yeah. It's amazing. So well done. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. When they come out of that change room and you've changed their life through clothing, yeah. Yeah. how rewarding Crazy. is it? Yeah. And that's why we do what we do, exactly. girls, isn't it? Yeah. What made you start Kaz Inc.? I was a stylist and then I I stopped styling a lot because I had a, a large styling company. Mm-hmm. I had Trend Style and Image. 
And then I, what I realised was, you know, I had one client who wouldn't even step out of the car to go shopping with no me. No way. Yeah. Her just, confidence was just at an all-time low. Yeah. And I thought, there's got to be something more. So I started to look into life coaching therapy and I absolutely took to it like a duck to water. Yeah, yeah. wow. Really loved it. Seven years of study, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is I want to dive into that because I find that really interesting. And I studied it for seven years Mm. and just absorbed everything about it because it not only did it change the way that I spoke, the way that I dealt with things, it changed me. Really? It really did. And then I started to work with a lot of clients and a lot of them were relationships. Yep. I don't know, it just came to me and I was working with clients about relationships and then... They needed styling. So I went back into styling them and I realised that my clients' body shapes had changed. The the fast fashion industry Mm. had taken over. Mm. Um, The clothes were all the wrong cuts. Mm -hmm. They were not affordable and not ethically made. because Quality too. The quality was just not there. Mm. And, yeah, I really researched what was going on in the fashion industry Mm. with the landfill um, with how, you know, how people were suffering, mm-hmm. how the planet was suffering, and I really looked into that. And so I started my label, the first collection, I did um, Australian Made. That's, wow. I wanted to be Australian yep. Made. And as you girls know. It's hard. <laughs> whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, pattern makers. Mm. The, yeah, um, the quality was not there. Yep. I had to find every button, every mm. zip. We just don't have the skills here. Or the machinery. Yeah. yeah. And or the ethics. Yeah, yeah, true. Unless you've got your own own factory, mm-hmm. it was impossible. And the cost. Yeah. yeah. So um, I went over overseas, but I have maintained that we are 100% ethically made mm-hmm. and I have stuck to my values. And I think that has been the hardest part of the journey mm-hmm. um, because how can I explain this? We had to educate people on the values of, you know, if you pay more for a cup of coffee than what you do your underwear, yeah. someone's suffering yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you girls get that. Yeah. So this is where I've really stuck to my values and trying to educate my clients into let's build you up with a working wardrobe, mm. a wardrobe full of timeless pieces that you can wear season after season. And when I'm designing, that's what I look to towards. Yeah. What we can wear with past seasons to bring into this season. So I'm actually building a wardrobe in here mm. so then they can build their wardrobe. Mm. So buy less, buy quality and, you know, wear it. In yeah. five years' time you can pull out a CTL item. Yeah. And still wear it. And that's important to me. I love that. When you talk about um, being an ethical brand, uh, so people listening might not be in the fashion industry or understand ethical making, how do you get your product ethically made in another country when you're here? How does that, that, the logistics and like educating, how? Like, great question. Yeah. Because people don't understand mm-hmm. what what goes on with that. So we, we have to, you know, always Zoom meetings, my my team and I. So it's not mm-hmm. just me. There's two other girls, Jamie and Michaela. Hi, Hi Jamie and Michaela. You are listening. I know. <laughs> Love you, girls. Um, we are always working on the designs, mm-hmm. plus then we're always liaising with China. With China. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we have to have their trade certificates. Yep. We have to know that nothing is going into the ocean. Yep. We have to know that they're educated. educated. We're educating their children. It's mm-hmm. all education. And so we have um, uh, two women over there who we liaise with yep. and then they liaise with the factories. Okay. And so it all comes at a cost yep. because it's not just us flying over there, getting cheap, fast fashion yeah. items, bringing the price down. We want the price to be maintained but it's got to be ethically made. Mm-hmm. I work more hours than what the, the people do in the factories. Yeah. yeah, wow. And it is really tough, as you know, because over there there's so many holidays mm-hmm. and, you know, we've had electricity, lockdowns. electricity crisis over there, um, et cetera. So we've been looking worldwide yep. and where else, but it's, it's finding these quality factories that we know and can trust. And, but their workmanship is incredible. Yeah, yeah. 
they're, they're so passionate about what they do. Mm. And a lot of, I find, we obviously work with China as well, they're, they're, they're perfectionists. Like they pick up things that I don't pick up sometimes and mm. it's wild. You said the word trust. Like for me, I probably maybe sceptical with a lot of people and especially when you're working with them overseas. How do you gain that trust with the two girls that you're working with over there? My girls have been in the industry for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. And they know. They yeah. know, you know, without them I would be absolutely screwed. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the best best way mm-hmm. to put it because they know who to deal with, how to deal with them. I'm, I don't know how they don't speak Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they just know where to go, what to do because trust is one of my highest values. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to trust your employees You've got to be able to trust your team, trust everyone, you know, mm-hmm. trust people that come into your boutique that they're not going to steal from you. Yeah, you know? true. There's so much trust. You know, I give clients clothes and they pay me later. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I trust my clients. You know, yeah. if we do something, we'll send them We'll send them an item before we receive the item back mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of the time because we've got to know them. That's, that's part of I our community. That. Yeah. Yeah, and we just know these it's two ladies overseas, our agency, they just know who to deal with, mm. what to deal with. Um, and we spoke about, you know, another place that we've been to and we, until we build up that trust, yeah. we will not manufacture yeah. with them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Going back to being ethically made, there's many pillars of being ethically made. What ones do you value most? Like we can talk about fabrics, we can talk about production, how many quantities you produce because I don't know if people listening know that the waste that does happen in, mm-hmm. in production, like Burberry a couple of years ago there was a big thing that they burnt a lot of their stock because they didn't want to degrade their brand by having it on sale. Same. So what other pillars of ethically made do you value? Because I can see an award sitting over there. Yes. And, yes. Um, <laughs> what is that this the, what award was that? We won Ethical Label of the Year, yeah. 2021 and 22. Wow. wow. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's an amazing yeah. achievement. Oh, huge. Huge. Yeah. And that that means so much to me, not because it's the award, it's because we're showing that we are yeah. ethically made and there are pillars yeah. to being mm. ethically made. It's not only that we're not having people Child labour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Child labour. Yeah. Um, women working 20 hours out of 24 just to feed their, their yeah. kids. Yeah, not seeing yeah. their families. Like some of the stories you hear from oh, Chinese supply, factories. Well, China, yeah, China in particular is crazy. I've even seen women who don't have nails in there no. because they're so, oh, don't. It just wow. upsets me so much. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah. It, it is. It's slave labour. Yeah. So from being a female company and a female-led brand, would those be one of the key ethical points to the brand is the female labour that all that kind of stuff or well it's not only that it's it's it, as you say it is the pillar yeah so we we only so a lot of people say to me oh you've sold out and oh. that's because we only manufacture nothing goes to waste yeah. exactly so we only manufacture what we think is it's going to sell, sell. Yeah. which is great and we we do the minimum quantities yeah. if it's a great seller we will. Reorder. We'll reorder. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's not, then what happens is with that. So going back to the manufacturing, mm. every bit of fabric is used. Mm-hmm. There is zero oh, wow. waste. That's every. great. Every. So I might order 100 quantities, but I'll end up with 120 yeah. because yeah. we will, you know, we'll fit in another size six, another size eight. Yeah. There is zero waste with the, with the fabrics. Wow. All of our fabrics are all ethically sourced. Mm-hmm. That is really high up mm-hmm. on my value list. Um, we use some polyesters, yep. but there's a difference. There's good, bad yeah. and the ugly with yeah. polyester. And we only use the most ethically made, ethically sourced fabrics yeah. that are breathable because my clients are going through menopause. Of course. Yeah. And if you like me, you know, it's a lot of layering. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the jacket comes off, yeah. it comes on. Hot yeah. flushes. And that's that's why we have to use the breathable fabrics. Mm, yeah. And so and and then it's also with the shipping as well. You've got to look at how we're shipping it over. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many elements. Yeah, as I said before, nothing going into the water. Um, the bags we use, we don't use plastic bags. We yeah, use, great. Yeah, recyclable bags. That um, and even here, if we use a bag and 
um, it doesn't go into waste. Yeah. It goes into a tub. We gift it to our clients. That they can give it to their kids to put their pencils in, yeah. things like that. We reuse them. Then with us, um, as you said, with Burberry, the mm-hmm. sale, so if we have minimum quantities, it goes to our warehouse and we have a warehouse sale yeah. on our website because we don't have the room to keep it here. Mm-hmm. Then from there it goes to designer space. Have you heard of oh, designer yeah. space? Is yeah. that in like Chapel Street? Yeah. No. yeah. Windsor, yeah. Fitzroy oh, and yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then the last of our stock goes to designer space. Oh, that's great. And they, we're in all three designer space areas. You know, we don't make money out of designer space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it means that nothing goes to landfill. Yeah. yeah. Everything is being sold and used. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's how we do it. Oh, that's, that's so amazing. good. Yeah. I want to go back to your background in therapy and I'm a designer. So I want to know how does your background in therapy, how do you use that when you're designing clothes? Like how does that affect? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit crazy, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's more to do with not the designs of the clothes mm-hmm. because with the designs of the clothes, it's more I've got to have items that will suit my client's body mm-hmm, shapes. Mm-hmm. And as we mature, our tummies get bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I say, it's not the wine. Yeah. No, it's not the wine. <laughs> I think I said that in last week's podcast to yeah. you, didn't so, I? Yeah, she told me to lay off the wine. I know, we're talking about summer bods and I'm like, it's definitely the alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I, so, I always it. say summer, like, summer bods are created in winter. Yeah, yeah. 100%, 100%. But with even even with me, um, you know, I've had four children, two cesareans, mm. I'm always going to have a tummy. Yeah. Mm. But it, it, it is the wine, but yeah. we like to have our <laughs> yeah. wine. But I always say we, the, our bodies naturally take fat from our extremities yeah. and put it around to protect our middle area. Yeah. So true. there's our yeah, excuse. that's yeah. true. And I'm sticking to yeah. it. <laughs> but so with the designing, it's, it's more that element. It's got to have a slimming element. Mm. I know the lengths, the cuts, the bits we want to cover up, the bits we want to showcase. Yeah. So that's that's really important with the design. But it's more to the fact of when I'm dealing with a client mm-hmm. and working with a client. It's really important. So if I I, I look at modalities. Mm-hmm. So if I have someone who's very auditory who comes in and my team are all trained with this as well, if you've got someone who comes in who's very auditory, quiet, Mm-hmm. needs to take their time, I need to become them. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So if I'm my loud, crazy self, hi, yeah, how are yeah, you going, yeah, yeah, party yeah. time, they will. Intimidating. Oh my, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness, what mm. is she doing? Um, so I'm highly visual. I can I can see straight away that looks good and I can tell them why. Mm-hmm. But with someone who's auditory, I need to take my time. And let them take process mm-hmm. and just give them the space. Yeah. Then you've got someone who is very business minded. They want to know how much it is. Yeah. Yeah. And they're time poor. Yeah. So you've got to be mindful of them, give them less options. This is what's going to look on good on you. This is your budget. You know, yeah. you ask those kind of questions and just relate it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who's very kinesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, how does that feel on you? Mm. And, you know, you might give them a rub on the arm or, yeah. or something because it's just that reassurance. But we need to become our clients mm. so then we understand them. It's mm-hmm. not about us. It's about the client. Yeah. And that's what we do in here. And we're just very, very mindful of that. Yeah. And is that the neuro-linguistics therapy? neuro <laughs> Neuro-linguistic. A little bit. Neuro-linguistic yeah. is more about how we speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Anthony Robbins does all, yeah. he's oh, yes. called it something yeah. else. Yeah. So you, if everyone knows mm-hmm. Anthony Robbins. Mm-hmm. Tell him um, I used to have this guy and tell he's like, nah, he's doing that, speaking to yeah, me. Yeah, I can way. tell, like we yeah. had this trainer. Yeah. Or was it the trainer? The trainer. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, he's speaking that NLP language. Yeah. Like yeah. I know, like but probably no one else. Would. Have you girls listened to The Secret? Yes, I've got the book. Do you know what? I read The Secret when I was like 18. I've read it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to it. I listen to it? I listen to it quite often. Yeah. It is all NLP. Is it? Wow. it the whole the whole of the secret is based around NLP. Uh-huh. So it's moving forward language. So if my child's up in a tree, mm-hmm. if I say to him, Don't fall down, what does he hear? 
fall, fall down. down. Yeah, okay. Fall, he doesn't hear the don't. don't. He, just, oh, he hears the fall yeah. down. What I need to say is be safe up in the tree. Okay. And I use this language even as a parent with everything with like my team yeah. all the time. It's We're saying what we want rather than what we don't want. So my understanding, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. So my understanding as well, like by don't fall down, it's quite a negative. Yeah, connotation. Yeah, so it could say in another, that makes sense yeah. now. Mm. So rather than saying to someone, don't do this, don't do this, tell them, do this, yeah. do this. Mm. And yeah. it's all moving forward mm-hmm. language rather than moving backwards wow. language. And that's just one element yeah. of NLP. Um, but there's just so many that it's the way we language things, it's the way we think it's the way we act. Yeah. Another thing that I do, girls, and I don't know about you because, like, we are crazy busy, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> crazy busy. So I always say you've got to balance your life. And mm-hmm. during lockdown I did a few stair talks. I used to sit on my stairs and chat to the clients just to help them through mm-hmm. because people were really doing it tough. Yeah. So one thing I always said is I always balance my life. I look at four areas of my life. I look at the mental, the physical, the emotional, and the spirit, the mm-hmm. spiritual. Yep. Mm. And if if I'm out of balance, I think right. Mentally, I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Physically, yeah, I've gone and exercised. Mm-hmm. Um, spiritually, what am I doing spiritually to regain my balance? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And emotionally. So emotionally is your relationships. Wow. And yeah, and but it's giving to you. Yeah, mm. filling your own cup up. Do oh, you do that every yeah. day or every, just every day. check in with yourself? I, most mornings I do yeah. a quick, like quick check and yeah, and gratitude. Yeah. Always mm. the thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm so humbled yeah. by this. Yeah, you know, I'm humbled sitting here yeah, talking yeah, yeah. with you two superstars. Yeah. <laughs> this is and that's how I am every day. But that check-in of those four elements. Um, like I said to you today, Tully, you know, um, I've had, we've been smashed this week. So Pilates went to the wayside, but I went for a walk yeah. last night. Mm-hmm. So I could do the physical, but it was the the spiritual as well. Yeah. I just had some quiet time. Like because, a walking meditation. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's where we don't talk. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So do you actually work on the floor in this store? I do. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Not all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I do have my team, but yeah, I love coming out here. Mm. It's like you're missing out if yeah. you're out yeah. there. But it, on Saturdays, I call it my coffee and chat with the girls. Oh, I love that. During lockdown, I missed my Saturday yeah. mornings coming in here and just spending the time. I, I am a stylist. Mm-hmm. So I love coming out and styling clients, helping clients. We have so many people or women who now, I shouldn't say women because I dress a lot of guys. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nikki, hi, Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> Nico from Sydney. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got so many guys who love my label. Oh. You know, even Denny, you know, Starboy yeah, Denny, yeah, he yeah. loves my label. Yeah. There's just so many guys who shop with us now. Yeah. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because there's there's something for everyone. Yeah. And that's what I want. But, you know, we had a lady fly in yesterday from um, Brisbane and she was going to a funeral, so she made sure she came in the day before. She Ubered it from the airport straight to here, which is great in Essendon. We're mm. so near the airport. Mm-hmm. They fly in, do what they have to do. Some of them then just fly home. Amazing. Yeah. And I'm just blown away. That yeah. Can, how, I was going to say, how did you get that community? Community and brand recognition. In, in, so, like it's really what I was in just such about a short ask. time. Mm-hmm. Like the label's yeah. been around five years, two years. We're in lockdown. What do you think's happened? What's the key? key? Yeah. Well, I had a lot of clients who yeah, of were course. my, and I started this label just for my styling clients. Mm-hmm. And and I had a blog. I wrote a blog mm-hmm. beforehand, and that's how Kazink came around. Mm-hmm. And then when I when I started the label, I just didn't have time for the blog. Yeah. yeah. And the blog used to be, you know, what I ate, quick recipe, just yeah. lifestyle tips, bits and pieces. And so I've incorporated, that's why I kept the name Kaz Inc, because I've incorporated it because it's so much more than the clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, someone came in the other day and she said, I'm on these HRT cab- tablets and rah, rah, and I yeah. said, no, you know, okay. let's yeah. do it naturally. Yeah. yeah. And, and she said, I can't believe I come in here and now I'm seeing a Chinese medicine mm-hmm. lady and wow. because that's what we're like. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a community. You know, you come in here, some women just come in to have a quick chat. Yeah. And we want to expand our knowledge 
in in so many different mm-hmm. ways. But I think it grew because I have filled a gap in the market mm-hmm. yeah. and I saw that there was that gap. You know, I'm 55, still want to be a rock chick, yep. but very elegant yep. and stylish. And I remember shopping for my daughter's 21st four years ago. And coming For yourself? Or? Yeah, for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was nothing. Yeah. Mm nothing that I could wear that I felt comfortable mm. with. I ended up buying a dress, having it all rearranged, wow. sewn up, um, yeah, and just wasn't happy with yeah. what I purchased. Yeah. And I was struggling. So I thought, you know, my clients are struggling and so that's that's the gap that I have filled. And it was interesting because at the at the start, I thought I have to please everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I know that. In life, business, everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now I've niched it to my market. Mm. And as you can see, you know, young Isabella here this yeah, morning, rocking East yeah. and she, inside and yeah. out, rocking my label. I, I can't believe how many young girls just still, they come in with their mums yeah. and, and they, and love they the leave label. with yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go back to you. It said that you had a blog. Now, obviously, before this podcast, we research you, Google you, mm-hmm. listen to you. Um, and I did read a couple of your blog posts that you wrote in lockdown. And one that really uh, that caught my eye and I loved was you did the blog post about how dressing in the morning affects your day and your mood. And then 20 girls did a little experiment in lockdown. I loved that. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how it affects like that little challenge and how some people can incorporate that into their day? I, I try and make dressing really easy. Yeah. I call it the two-minute housewife to hornbag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're going to do, quick, quick, quick. Yeah. 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 Our famous Charlie pants, I say to everyone, you know, I can throw them on in the morning mm-hmm. and then um, then I can walk the dog in them mm-hmm. and then I can put some heels on and I'm out the door. Yeah. It does affect the way you are because mm-hmm. our body shapes have changed. And if you've got, I, I know if I put on a, like I, everything I design is high waisted mm-hmm. because that suits us. If I put on something that's low waisted and my tummy's hanging over the top, I feel like a muffin top. Yeah, of course. And it affects my mood the whole day. Mm-hmm. You've seen a child at the supermarket who's screaming out for a lolly at, mm. at the counter. Mm-hmm. They're actually screaming out for attention. And that's what is happening with with clothes, if we've got the wrong clothes on for our shape or even our personality mm-hmm. on the day, mm-hmm. it affects the whole day mm-hmm. because you're tugging and pulling at your clothes, you're not feeling good about yourself. You want to be able to put on your clothes and just leave them. Yeah. And I know one day I might put something on and feel good in it. The next day I might not yeah, feel always. good in it. Yeah. And so it depends on your mood and to you know, the quickest way to lift your mood is to throw on something yeah. that you absolutely love on that day. Yeah. And I love that because you did that challenge during lockdown. So yes. there was a lot of us at home, I'm guilty for it, stayed in my pyjamas all day and my productivity was nowhere near as good as when I got dressed, put some makeup on. Mm. I just felt so much better. So you're so right. Oh. So I think if you're a stay-at-home mum, you know, one of our friends, uh, she was working from home the other day and she's like, I just got dressed out of my active wear, got dressed and I was so much more productive. So I feel like if anyone's listening and they do work from home, it's such a good little key to do and shop at Kaz Inc. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be hard for a lot of mums. Yeah, like of course. they get up, they have to oh. take kids to school, they've probably got other kids mm-hmm. and they just don't have that time and that's probably where the two minutes comes yeah. in. Where- well, I, I know I was a mum mm-hmm. and I worked from home for yeah. years. yeah. For years. And it can be a lonely, of course. lonely career. Yeah. yeah. Like you two know you work together, mm-hmm. you're at home, you, you've got that company. Yeah. Yeah. I used to put on um, 3AW or, or something for the background mm. noise. Interaction. Just to have some mm. noise. You know, I remember when my daughter went to school, I was absolutely mortified because yeah. I missed her so much. Wow. Um, and working from home. And then I had six years later, we had a little surprise, James, oh. and it was so good yeah. when he was home. Yeah. But working from home by yourself can be really lonely. It is. It, yeah. yeah. So what I did was I made sure every day I put my makeup on and I got dressed as if I was going to, to work. work. I love that. I did something for me. I didn't do it for when my husband came home or anyone mm. else. I put on something for me. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I went to the gym, 
I always came home and got changed. Yeah, I think it's a key. Do, do you do that when you're working from home, like get dressed? No, but I just had my stepmom in mind because she, like, I never, oh, she's put together. I never used to see her not put together, and now it makes sense that that it was for her. Yeah, yeah. And I would never, like, I'd get up in the morning when I was little, and she'd already be done up. And yeah, yeah. And that's me. Yeah. No, I love that because I've discovered that, you know, post lockdown, well, during lockdown, I was so much more productive when I got ready as if I was going to work. Mm. Otherwise you get in a slump and it's easy to go sit on the couch or uh-huh. jump back into bed on your laptop. And it's such a, it's a great little take out of this podcast. And if you yeah. jump in, back into bed with your laptop, oh, you don't work. No, you don't. <laughs> You're like Google. Social. Oh, online oh, shop. Shopping yeah. or something. It's I so know. true. It's crazy. Yeah. But doing that survey of 20 women, yeah. I, it helped them. Yeah, mm. great. It really helped them. We we formed a little community and yeah. it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun for me. It was fun for them. And we just chatted and mm-hmm. did a daily exercise. And, you know, their spirits just lifted. Mm-hmm. And to hear you know, how it changed them, just that one little change mm-hmm. and it just changed their whole persona during lockdown yeah. and helped them. I feel like I needed you in lockdown. Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> like I needed you. So talking about lockdown, you've got an online business. Well, you've got a store and did you have an online business then? Or I did. did. You- okay. Mm-hmm. So online versus having a store, what's the difference? Online is my is my main. Bread and butter. Great. Bread and butter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it's important to me to have the boutique. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, the boutique is the hardest, as you know, you've got to steam all the items. <laughs> there's there's so much yeah. involved. You've got to have the team in here. Yeah. Um, online is, is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But on saying that, we try and make our online a boutique experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm always chatting with clients. Even, you know, till 10 o'clock last night I was answering emails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I love that. I yeah. get to know them even yeah. if they're not in Victoria. But online is 80%. Yeah. Oh, it's um, 80%. 80%. Yeah. Because we're worldwide. We're with Wolfie yeah. Badger overseas. Mm. We just won the UK. Um, we won Australian Label of the Year in oh, the man. UK. And I saw you've been in British Vogue a few times British, this year. Yeah, three times. We were yeah. featured in British Vogue. It's been incredible. Do you have, oh, I was going to say, do you have an agency over there representing the label or? So we're with Wolf and Badger. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we have orders come through their website and come through to us. And we're with local threads. We're very choosy who, even, mm-hmm. even our boutiques mm. that we wholesale with. They've got to understand my label and they've got to have the clientele for my label. Yeah. It's no use me being in a, a fast fashion boutique. It's it's not going to yeah. work because we are different. Oh, the story you've said about your label, if they were if your label is in another boutique, I would be more inclined to look at your label knowing the background and the story, yeah, true. like how ethically it's made and everything that you've just said to us. It is amazing. Uh, and, look, the boutiques that we are in mm. absolutely understand us. They know yeah. us. I also do a lot of work with Holla, which is an online boutique, mm-hmm. and they they research and find the places. And so the wholesale orders come through Holla and then they come through to us. Yeah. And Alice, hi, Alice. <laughs> she's beautiful. Love working with Alice. She's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And she supports me and she she's so funny, Alice. She said to me one day, Kaz, you look like you walk out of the streets of Europe <laughs> and then you open your mouth and you've got this Aussie <laughs> accent. <laughs> and I said, Alice, it took me 55 years to develop that accent. Yeah. But she said it in a kind and loving yeah, way yeah. and I love that because she understands me mm-hmm. because Jade and I, Jade, our brand stylist, every Friday during lockdown we did a live. Yeah. And We've continued it. Because, oh, that's great. Yeah, so every Friday we do a live and I say, do you wiggle, Jade? Yeah. And even if Jade's not in or if I, you know, I'm going on holidays, I won't be in, we still do a live yeah. 4 o'clock on yeah. a Friday. We have up to 10,000 people oh, wow. tuning oh, in. Some weeks it's just us saying, what are you wearing? How are you? We have a yeah. glass of champagne. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. And so people see us being real and they feel safe. Mm-hmm to shop with us online mm. or in the yeah. boutique. Mm. And that's what I want. I Makes want you personable. Like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah, It really, really does. Yeah. So I was going to say, where do you find the inspiration for new collections? Good question. Well, we've, we've actually just changed that. So mm-hmm. 
As I said to you before, we I do not follow any Australian labels mm-hmm. at all. I look so at the moment all the shows are on in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am studying what stylish European women are wearing, are wearing on the streets. I love that's my favorite thing to do. Isn't it? Yeah. It's just what, love it. The streetwear. Yeah. And I look at how they put the the items together, how they put the cuts mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and then that's where I get my inspiration. Mm-hmm. And that's when I start drawing yep. wow. and work it out from there. Mm-hmm. I, I want to do something different. Yep. And even my play on prints, because as we mature, there's a lot going on in our faces mm-hmm. already. And, yeah, we've only got one floral print in here mm-hmm. and it's a large floral print. Yep. And I wore it the other day and my husband said, I don't know whether to kiss you or water you. <laughs> <laughs> Thinks he's funny. Um, but I don't do small florals yep. because yeah. they compete with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do a lot of block colours, timeless colours, but I try and bring it into what's going on with this season. Mm-hmm. But rather than doing collections per se, I wanted to put a feeling around our collections. So and I want to so what what I've done is I've incorporated capsules. Yep. Great. So we just did soft hypnotics which was inspired by Princess Diana's revenge wardrobe. Oh. And that was my revenge to lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sequins, it's glamour, it's, you know, um, the disco. Yeah. It's getting back to let's let's just Party. showcase <laughs> yeah, our bodies yeah. again. And yeah. Yeah, we're back, girls. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Let's be loud and proud. Yeah. Um, you know, even the... the the blazer I've got on yeah. today with the beautiful, feathers. yeah, yeah. We we just wanted to just get out there, yeah. And so that was our first capsule. But what we did was we've styled it in our marketing with previous collections, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is what I want to do with the label. So you know, I've got on a pair of pants that are three years old, our jasmine pants, mm-hmm. and then I've incorporated it with the new styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what I want. So I want to showcase how you can wear previous collections with or previous collections mm-hmm. with our new capsules. Yeah. Smart. If, yeah. you, if the customer was coming to you and they were like, okay, Kaz, I want a new wardrobe, mm. what would be your three staple? Oh, no, let's go four. Yeah, I was going to say three. Let's go five. Mm-hmm. Let's five. go five. Five staple pieces you think every female should have in their wardrobe, in their wardrobe from your collections. Really good question. So... I, I would say probably ten. Okay, but we'll go back. <laughs> we'll to go four. five. We'll go we only have the mo- this yeah. morning. Yeah. No. yeah. So what I do is I always start them off with something in the Ponty collection. Yep. So we've got our our Charlie crossover pants. Mm-hmm. They put me on the map. They need to see these pants. Oh, when they're finished. They're drop crutch at the front, but my husband hated the saggy nappy of the, yep. the drop crutch. So mm-hmm. yep. they're elevated at mm-hmm. the back, so they they fit our tush and showcase mm-hmm. yep. it. And everyone calls them the miracle pants. So I always start with those or we've got other Ponty items. Mm -hmm. And then I would go into, say, one of our bamboo T-shirts. Yep. Then you've got a layering piece. And then I would add a blazer Mm -hmm. to that. Um, So then you've got something that you can wear each day and a knit. Yep. Yep. So there's four items. Mm -hmm. And so you can wear the blazer out you can wear the blazer in, you can wear the pants out mm-hmm. in, and then I would add a dress yep. just for events. If yep. I could cut it down to five, mm-hmm. that would be my top five. And then you've got items that you can mix and match. And with our dresses, I always showcase that you can wear it to an event, but I don't want you to just pop it back into your wardrobe. So um, the other day I wore one of our event dresses with a pair of funky boots mm-hmm. and a cami during the day. Yeah, love that. I love that. I do that a lot. Like I have a lot of quite dressy dresses. The older I've got, I shop differently. When I was younger, same thing. I used to every Saturday night go get a new dress and never wear it again. Mm. And as I'm getting older, I do shop like that. But I find buying a dress, I do this a lot, don't I? I'll wear like just sneakers with it during the day. But then at night I'll wear a pair of heels or something Mm. or sometimes even a night with sneakers. Changing the shoes changes the whole look. It does. And that's what I said to you about the, you know, the Ponty pants. Mm -hmm. As I say, you know, I can wear it to work, put sneakers on, go Go for a walk, yep. and then you know, put heels on, and I'm out the door. Yeah, versatile. Yep. That's what I was saying. Mm. You speak of like investing in key pieces. Like I look at fast fashion, and you can buy all these jeans and things like that are, that are in style now. Mm. But in two, three years, is that going to be in style? Yeah, in, yep. in fashion. No, no. Yeah. 
And I always say, you know, if you're going to spend your money as a stylist, mm. spend your money on your key pieces mm-hmm. and, you know, you can incorporate some cheaper fashionable items if yep. you want to stay up to date. Um, you can look at different colours. But look at what suits you. Yeah. yeah. Not what's not Trending. what's on the trend. Yeah. Look at what suits you, your body shape, mm. and fill your wardrobe with items that you love, mm. not what's trending. Yeah. How do you feel about colours? Because I'm looking at you at the moment, you're in all black. We're from Melbourne. Oh, I think I'm no. in all black too, so Sam with jeans. How do you feel about I do see some really bright colours. How do you feel about colours? I actually love wearing colours and bring on spring. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just... Absolutely. So today was a bit dark and Bloomy, dreary, yeah. so <laughs> hence I, I yeah. put the black on. Yeah. Um, and that was my mood this mm-hmm. morning and it went. It keeps me warm and cosy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about black, but yesterday I, I had on all colour. Oh, yeah, and Because cool. oh, it was right. quite springy yeah. yesterday. It, it was sunny. Yeah. 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 yeah, and had on a pair of sandals. And, oh, I love that. You know, just, yeah. And it just lifted me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really did. The the mood with colours, it's incredible. I. I incorporate colours back to chakras. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So when I was I work with the client, yep. I I think in my mind, what chakra do they need to fulfil? So yep. if you're doing a speaking engagement, mm-hmm. you should wear, excuse me, you should wear blue because it's a throat chakra. Ah. Okay. So if a client I comes in blue. and says, "Yeah, blue," and you're talking and you need to get a message across, mm-hmm. you wear even if you wear a blue bra. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. Um, purple is the regal colour. Mm-hmm. It's the crown colour because purple used to be very expensive as a dye back in the day. So yeah, only I royalty. I yeah. Oh. I know. I'm full of trivial. No, I'm so interested in this. Yeah. I'm like, tell me more. Yeah. So, yeah, so purple was a really expensive dye and only oh. royalty could afford it. I didn't know that mm. at and all. So, so if you want to feel really regal yeah. and gorgeous, yeah, so that's why we've incorporated it. Well, and lilac it's in, is the colour oh, of summer. We have lilac coming out yeah. in yeah. summer. And we went with the peacock blue it goes with our disco great. theme and then it goes into all of our capsules this year and it's a great colour if you want to mm. escape from black. But, again, that's the throat mm. chakra. But, you know, then you've got all your solar plexus. So you've yeah. got um, the yellows and the orange. Mm-hmm. So if you need a little bit of love and self-care, mm-hmm. then you go into the yellows and the orange and then we've got red. What's Ooh, red? Because I'm not a massive time. fan of red. Is it sexy time? I don't know, that's what yeah. I presume. <laughs> I'm not a massive fan of red. It's also the base chakra. Ah. So yeah, I know if you want if you need your tribe back, it's very tribal red. Wow. So yeah, so a lot of guys used to come and see me for therapy. And the first thing I'd say is, have you got a sore back? And if they did, they they've lost their tribe. Huh. And it was more so men than women. And I would bring back their tribal power. You know, I'd, I'd had them doing the haka. Oh, my no husband way. used to say, what are you doing in there? Really? <laughs> yeah, so red is a real tribal and it's it's all at the base of our spine. And it's it's like, you know, the roots of a tree. Mm-hmm. The and the bigger yeah. the base, the higher the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And you've, it's building your base again. And if you really want to build your base, think red. Wow. And you, and so if you wear red, it's a real strong base building colour. Kaz, you just surprise me. <laughs> every different topic and where this conversation goes, I'm like, wow. I think a lot of people don't understand the psychology behind colours, dressing, clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't think they do. No, and there's so either. much more than just getting up in the morning and getting dressed. Oh, there is. So much more. How did you learn all of that? Oh, I'm 55. <laughs> time, time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a nerd. I read a lot. Yeah. I read so much and, yeah, my, even my husband says, you're, you're such a nerd. Mm. But I love learning. Yeah. And even I learn something every day from my girls. Yeah. You know, my team. Um, yeah, I've learned so much in the last five years about the fashion industry. But I'm, I'm just, I'm one of these, if I'm interested in it, I want to learn. So I studied psychology for mm. a year and learning the parts of the brain, mm. the the outliers, mm. the stats, hated. Oh, really? Did not like that at all. Yep. What I like is learning how we behave. Yep. yep. And that is what I really love and how we can use that behaviour to change our life because 
girls, you know, one day you'll wake up and you'll be 55. And as I say, I still feel like I'm in my 30s, but I've got the knowledge now. And I just figure for the next 20 years, I want to make the most of my life. I really do. And just have fun every single yeah. day. This is I, so you, funny. I, I'm just going to, can I, I think I know what you're going to say. Oh Sarah's <laughs> pointing at me. Love the it. trend of the podcast yes. last three weeks. And I want to ask. Uh, so this is the so, last three weeks. Um, this Tully, is an accident. Tully and I, we spoke about how our life has grown from our 20s to our 30s. And then Tull went a, away to America and I had a friend on who's in her 40s. And I said, I wanted to talk about the next stage because our 30s podcast just blew up. And now you're talking about your 50s and how your life's changed. And I want to know more, like, through those years, what's happened? Really interesting. Um, I didn't enjoy my 20s and 30s as much as what I could have. Okay. Well, yeah, right. I really, uh, yeah, being a mum, you're always Mm. for someone else. I didn't discover Kaz until I was 40. Wow. And it was on my 40th birthday that I had a real stuff it, this is going to be about me because to be able to give to others, which is my passion in mm. life, I need to give to me first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's so important because if you don't give to you, you don't have the balance to give to everyone else. Yeah. And something happened to me when I was 40 that I just changed and I just thought this this can't be this is about me now yeah I I need to start living yeah I need to start living my purpose and doing what I want to do and then I turned 45 and I thought oh holy shit I'm close to 50 oh no oh no where did that 10 years go Mm. yeah and I remember on our 50th and my husband's always been a workaholic and I said to him we made a, a goal that we're going to Italy for our 50th and we're going and I just booked it and we went and thank God we went because five years later, you oh, know, yeah. um, but mm. we hadn't set a goal. Yeah. <laughs> we just, I just booked it and mm-hmm, went mm-hmm. and had a stuff at moment. And I can't wait to go back next year. I'm going to start travelling again yeah. overseas. But now it's just like my PR company came to me the other day and said, Kaz, we're going to New Zealand. You're coming. I said, yes, yeah. I'll showcase. And I'm just saying yes and being open to mm-hmm. things. But so much of what I used to worry about and focus on. This what is, we were talking yeah, about. Right. So I always say people have three fears yep. in life. And I was speaking to my son about this the other day. Mm-hmm. We have a fear of not belonging, a fear of not being loved, and a fear of not being good enough. Oh, so true. Yeah. Doesn't that sum up life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. It does. Yes. I used to have a fear of not belonging mm-hmm. and tried to be friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is literally what we are talking about a couple of weeks yeah. ago. I can't. Yeah. Then others have a fear of not being loved uh-huh. and they just need to be loved by all and that's where they're not giving the love to themselves. So, so the fear of not belonging, I learned that it's okay to be by myself. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. And you know, you're still loved even though you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the fear of not being loved is giving to yourself first and having gratitude and just being grateful for everything that's good in your life. Mm. But having surrounding yourself with the right people. That's is that a small group of people now? Small group of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we're yeah. learning. Yes. Yeah. Less is more. 100%. And it's interesting because then gorgeous women like you come into my life mm. and we have a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the fear of not being good enough, it's education. Keep educating yourself. I don't care whether it's, you know, on what the weather's doing or, you know, whatever, but it's what your passion mm-hmm. is. Mm. Follow your passion. Follow your hearts. Get rid of the mini-me <laughs> in your head, the yep. mini-me saying, you know, mm. Mm. Listen to your heart. Do what makes your heart sing. Mm. And that's what I do. You know, mm. even when I open up here, some people, why Essendon? Uh. You know, why aren't you here? Why aren't you there? And, you know, you could listen to all of the that noise. noise. You girls get this. Mm-hmm. Yes. We need to remove the noise from our lives and make our lives better. Even Simon finishing up his horizontal drilling company at the end of last mm. year. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah, why are you doing that? Um, and now, you know, 
my company's grown mm. because I've got the support of my husband. Mm. I get chauffeur driven to work yeah, every day. Girls, come on, yay. I have a question regarding all of that and the noise. How do you not let the noise affect you and people's opinions affect you? Really good question because sometimes, yeah, even I'm human. Yeah, yeah it's all happens. of us. It happens oh, a lot. Look, I've been trolled on social media and mm. I've got up. One morning I got up and Simon filled me crying, wow. showing the raw me yeah. of what someone did to mm. me. And it created such a huge community mm. of what people have gone through mm. through social media. Mm. And there's been suicides and, yeah, so much. Because when we were younger, we didn't know that our friends were all going out with this person. I we know, didn't, I know. We didn't know what oh, anyone was doing. Yeah. I didn't even have a mobile phone. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, back in the 80s, girls, mm-hmm. you missed out on the 80s. It was so good, so good. But with now, with there's so much going Comparing. on, so much noise. Now, if someone writes something that I don't like, I just delete it. Yeah. Right. I just delete it and delete it out of my head. And that's hard to do. I always say alt, control, delete. Yeah. Put it on the shelf, 80% of what we worry about does not happen. Mm, that's mm-hmm. true. It's true. 80%. Yep. So we need to think alt, control, delete, put it on the shelf, put it in the 80% and focus on the 20%. Mm-hmm. And this is where we need to go back to the physical, emotional, spiritual, mm-hmm. mental mm-hmm. and go back to the spiritual and think what is important and give that person or that noise love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Everyone is doing the best they can and everyone's got a story. Of course. And everyone who walks in here gets treated the same because everyone has a story Mm. and that's what we we do. You know, some women will walk out of here not loving my clothes because they don't love themselves. Mm -hmm. And I don't take that personally. I give them love and think I hope one day that you can love yourself enough to come back in and trust me to make you look and feel fabulous every day. How good's that? And that's how I've been working it. Yeah. And this is what I do. And I just send as much love as I can out to those people because they are doing the best that they can. Yeah, that's it. And we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take it personally. Yeah. I think that's like definitely summed up the life and the podcast. <laughs> I think that and, that's great. But probably just to end on, 50s are great. Oh, loving it. Bring on the 60s. Really? Yeah, that's okay. great. Um, yeah, menopause is a really <laughs> – but thank thank you, Sandy, hey, my Chinese medicine lady. Yes, we love Chinese medicine. Oh, don't we? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I walk in there and she puts me back together. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I only take – I'm very much into natural foods. Mm-hmm. You know, people see me drinking champagne all the time on social media that's but there's not, a green juice there as well. Exactly. Yes. I have my Balance. celery juice yeah. every day. Yeah. Every day. And I, Isabella the other day, she knew that I, I was going to be so busy. I was being interviewed and she just brought me in breakfast. Oh, Thank I you, Isabella. It. Yeah, I love just, that. Yeah. She said because I knew you wouldn't eat. Yeah. yeah. But I'm really into my greens, into the 80-20. Yeah, mm. I think it's important. And everything, like I very rarely go to a doctor. Very really? rare because yeah. it's all natural. Yeah. Everything that I put into my body is natural mm-hmm. and wine's natural, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yes. That's, that's what I great. say. That's what I say too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, on that note, it was such a pleasure to have you on. I, I literally, that whole podcast, my cheeks are sore because I was smiling so much. You brought so much wisdom to myself. Definitely, to me, Sarah. Definitely to me. And definitely to our listeners. Oh. So thank you so much. Thank you for allowing me to share my story. None of this was planned. This no. This was just all. Organic, natural. Yeah, all, and that's what we want. Exactly. So, yeah. Anytime. Bef- yeah. Before we sign off, where can people find you on social media, your website? We will put it in the show notes, but just love to verbally hear it. Kaz Inc. The Label. Google us. Um, Instagram. You can look up Kaz Roland. You can follow mm-hmm. me personally where right. I showcase how I wear the styles. Yeah, and tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Yeah, 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And your line. store is in Rose Street in Essendon in Melbourne. 51 Rose Street. Amazing. Yes, we're here. Uh-huh. And we love to see you. Yeah. And, but email, we, we just, 
I always say we're only a phone call or an email away. Yeah. Communication is key mm-hmm. to life, girls. Mm-hmm. And thank you for having this podcast so yeah. I could communicate my story. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. amazing. And I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.